welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. I'm your GM and host, Stephen Glicker, and in this week's episode, now the Zolgaths are defeated, it's time to look for survivors, assuming Steel Scale doesn't destroy the place in the process. So I don't really have a lot to talk about this week other than the Kickstarter. That's right, July 26th, kickstarter.rollforcombat.com. A week from now, if you're listening to this right as it comes out. Otherwise, this is either happening while you're listening to this, or it's already happened. If it's already happened, then you can probably still order it as a late pledge at battlezoo.com. But for those you are listening now or within the next month or so, please go to kickstarter.rollforcombat.com and you will be able to get a ton of cool stuff. You'll get Battlezoo Eldemon, which will give you two brand new classes. One of them allows you to become an Eldemon trainer, or you can befriend Eldemon and then send them into battle and fight for you. The other one is an elemental avatar, where you can actually find an elemental Eldemon and embody it within you, and then use the powers of the Eldemon. Unlike other games where elemental powers are like fire and ice and water, you know, pretty standard stuff, we have really strange elemental powers like metal or music, or time, and space. So you can do some really crazy stuff. Of course, we have the Year of Monsters, where you'll be able to get to play a monster. Every single month throughout 2023, we will be releasing a brand new ancestry. And all of these are really, really cool ancestries. Got things like intelligent weapons, we have gremlins, we have minotaurs, we have demons. You can play a Medusa-type character where your hair is actually your pet. There's really cool stuff, so make sure you check that out. Of course, we have the brand new Battle Zoo Best Story with the 150-plus winners of Strange and Unusual. The winners from last year's RPG Superstar Contest all are going to be featured in this book. And we have the brand new Aberrant Soul Archetype, where you can actually become an aberration, a monstrous PC. Starting to see a theme here, but you can actually take parts of monsters and graft them onto yourself and start getting monstrous abilities. It's really cool. We have the Eldemon's Battles card game, which is sort of a deductive reasoning type game where you're sort of bluffing your opponents. That you can get the entire first season on the Kickstarter. We have really cool Eldemon plushies. We have minis. We have Eldedex notebooks. There's a lot of stuff on there. As I said, this is probably six Kickstarters worth of stuff on one Kickstarter, because I'm crazy. In other news, the Battlezoo Best area, that's been going out to everyone. A lot of people have been getting it, they've been very happy with it. And the Dragon Book, I think it just arrived in port, the Pathfinder 2nd Edition version of the Dragon Ancestry book. The book itself, I believe I got to notice that it arrived in the port, so we just got to get a truck, get it to the warehouse, and we start shipping that out. So they are coming, they're coming, just waiting for them to get into the port, get into the trucks, and then get to the warehouse, and then off they go. And if you want us to continue to do RPG Superstar, if you want us to continue to come out with these really great products, really do need your support, really need your help, make sure you check it out. Even if you just get the PDFs, I promise you get really good value for these PDFs. If anyone's seen our last one, you'll see how much artwork we put in it. We put a lot of love and care into these things. Mark and I kill ourselves. We work all the time, constantly. This is pretty much all we do now is make these products, except for the actual play. But we make these for Pathfinder first, 
then convert them to 5e so you get the best of both worlds you get the complexity of pathfinder in 5e so for those of you who have actually been playing the 5e version of bowser bestiary monsters the most common review i get is holy crap these monsters are awesome they do tons of cool things and that's because what we try to do is actually keep the complexity and the various abilities from the pathfinder monsters and make sure those are converted for 5e so everyone wins and we're going to do that the same for the ancestries we're doing that the same for the adventure path everything you get you're going to get solid really cool complex interesting monsters interesting classes interesting creatures for 5e and of course pathfinder so once again july 26th kickstarter at rollforcombat.com right now you can just sign up to be notified or if you're listening to this and the kickstarter is live well you can get all that cool stuff. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's exciting episode. Last we left off, the performers fought flying dinosaurs and Zolgaths who had attacked their circus performance. After fighting off the flying foes, the performers tended the wounded and got yelled at by Leordric for attracting the Zolgaths in the first place. The battle had destroyed their big top tent, so the performers went to a nearby farmhouse to ask about getting a new one commissioned. And what did they find? You guessed it! More of those stinking subterranean skulkers, the Zolgaths! After fighting more Zolgaths on Triceratops who had burned down the farmhouse, the performers go to investigate further. Will they find the farmers fricasseed? Will they be able to make progress on their quest to locate a new massive tent? Find out on this week's episode of A Roll for Combat's Three Ring Adventure! Yep. Woo! You never fail to impress me. <laughs> Thanks. It is helpful that it's always Zolgas. It's like, how many alliterative ways can I describe Zolgas? Not that many. Well, well, we'll make it something different this time. How about that? So I think all the Zolgaths and the dinosaurs are dead. And go. We did have a 600 damage turn. Oh my gosh, that's right. You know what? I'm just going to make you feel a little better. You're level 12. They're level 8. Yeah, they were weak. Oof. We know. <laughs> At so least, yeah. don't, don't get too excited. Yeah, that's okay. It's like, you you saw that anthill? I stepped on it real good. I killed okay. them ants like nobody's business. Hey, we stepped on all the ants at the same time with chain lightning. It was really cool. Great, kid. Don't get cocky. Hey, it, it was amazing. Amazing. Let's see what happens when the 16th level creature fights the 12th level party. Let's see if it can top your 600 points of damage in one round. So one thing you have to keep in mind though is fights like this are so important for game design because it helps the players really feel like big darn heroes and that they like have a chance to feel cool and win so that when they are up against that big solo super strong boss that they really have to like work together and spend all their resources to defeat that it really feels like the victory was worth it so these fights actually have a really good narrative space to be like oh yeah no we're cool we rolled up on all these zolgaths and triceratops and just absolutely destroyed them that's true that's true i do feel like a big darn hero so so yeah Okay, okay, you you did great. You killed everything dead. Now what? And now we gotta look for survivors, like, as quick as possible. Yeah. What What was the state of the 
buildings? Was there fire or anything? I don't remember. Yeah, the barn was totally burned down, but I think the right. farmhouse was still okay. Was that right? Yes. The let's see. Do 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 do. do. Hold on. So it appears that there is like a set of double doors on the western side of the farmhouse. Um, it's pretty close to where we're at. So I think Steel Scale is going to scamper up to it. And as she runs up, she starts to shrink just a little bit. And she is now only large-sized. What are you doing? Explain that in game terms so we understand this. Sure. So in game terms, my cool dragon has a bunch of feats that make her bigger and bigger and bigger. And I have one feat that lets me change size between all of the different sizes I've unlocked. So I can go from whatever steel scales native sizes and all the way up to to huge. And so like huge is my new default size, but I can still use that size change to to be anything as small as where I started. So right now I'm choosing to go from huge to large. Yeah. And how often can you do it? Like what what are the like how long does it take? It is one action. I can do it as much as I want and it's a polymorph effect. So you're a grower, not a shower. Sounds uh, about right. Insert, insert cricket sounds here. <laughs> I'm very showy. Yeah, you're, you're right, Lauren. You you aren't very good at jokes. Wah, wah. I thought it was good. Thank you, Rob. I got it. Yeah, I got it. Oh, we all got it. I didn't think it was a good joke. But, but essentially being... <laughs> Being a huge dragon is awesome when we're outside, but when we're like going to go into a farmhouse and look for survivors, it's probably good to be smaller. So uh, I'm going to just shrink down to large size and fly out, or scamper up to the door and knock on the door. Okay. So what about fire? What about fire? What about fire? So is there no active fire? No, there's no active fire. Okay. I was just waiting for my answer. Well, we did see smoke in the distance, right? Yeah, I, I just couldn't remember if there was anything actively on fire. The barn house is still smoldering. Okay, That's but no active fire. No. All right. Yeah, Atron will just follow after the group. Okay, knock on the door. Darius is still looking a little hurt, but we're not we're not stopping to heal. So yeah, I don't think we're stopping. Let's just do this. You knock on the door and no one answers. Open it. Hello in there. You're safe. The dinosaurs are dead. Yep. Steel scale will open it and creep in, poking her big long neck in or head in and looking around. The door appears to be blocked. That makes sense. Um, hello? We defeated the Zolgaths because we are mighty heroes. Can we come in and rescue you, please? Who is this? We don't want any. It is I, the mighty Steel Scale, here to rescue you. Oh no! Did you did you do more damage to our farm? Please, please, the Zolgaths are bad enough. We don't need any. We don't no, need no. you, Steel Scale. Please, no, no, I... please, don't don't destroy any more of our farm. I we defeated. I'm here with some friends. We defeated the Zolgaths. Also, your door's stuck. Hold on a second. I, I, I'm just gonna. It seems stuck, so I'm gonna force it open. It's not stuck. No, I'm sure it's stuck. Hold on. What a miscreant. A uh, 32 for athletics. Two? To force the door open. It's stuck. Oh, I tried to open it and it didn't go anywhere. So. And you crush open the door. And of course, two adults, uh, husband and wife, 
jump out of the way as you start crashing through their door. Hey! You know, we barely have a farm left. You just destroyed our double doors. You're going to replace that, right? Well, uh, they were stuck. I I fixed it. But now you can get out, and you're no longer trapped in the farmhouse, ready to die at the hands of the evil Zogaths. They're all dead. That's great. We Thank you. Do you need healing? Are you hurt? No, no. We're, we're okay. We've just been holed up in this house. It looks like the barn is gone, and... Oh, yeah, no, the barn's totally gone. All the sheep are dead, and all the livestock has been destroyed. Oh, do you think there's any around here? I'm feeling kind of hungry. I'm very sorry to hear that. It might be best for you to come back to town with us. Why? Yeah, yeah, you get them ready to come back to town. I'm going to go find some lunch. Oh, that really worked up an appetite. Here, sheepy, sheepy, sheep. Just as the Zolgas are getting active around and outside the town, they could come back. It might be best for you to come back to town is all. We have nowhere to go. This is our home. We're not leaving our home. Why would you want us to leave our house? We need to fix it up. This is where we live. And with that, you see little kids appear behind the parents. Like, we're not we're not leaving our house, are we, Mom and Dad? I'm like, no, 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 of course not. We're not leaving our house. Why would we want to leave our house? We have to fix it up. Because it's not safe here. There are dinosaurs and Zolgaths, and they're ready to tear flesh from bone. Okay, well, good thing we have you here to help protect us. We won't be able to stay, though. Okay, well, we'll take our chances. If we feel like we need help, we'll go into town, but... This is our home, and this is where we're staying. Very well. Perhaps we can help you at least clean up. Um, Darius, maybe we can start by moving the uh, dinosaurs and Zolgas away. Yes, we'll put them in a pit and dispose of the but bodies. But uh, we need to patch you up before we do that. You look not great. Patch us up? We're okay. Oh, not- anything, anything. Bring the, bring the dinosaurs and the sheep into the to the barn we'll butcher it up and get some meaty steaks some good eating these dinosaurs are a blessing with all the food shortages going around that's true (laughs) that's right oh gross oh my gosh we got enough food to last us next couple of months brontosaurus burgers that's right brontosaurus burgers for the next couple Mm. of weeks kids are like yay and lamb chops. Aww. And one of the kids looks really upset. It's like, mm, they killed Snuffy. Like, that's okay. We were going to eat her anyhow. We're just doing it early. Lessons of life on the farmstead. So the big question is, do I find any sheep to eat? Ah, eat a dinosaur. Yes, if you really want. If you really want to find. There's dead sheep all over the place. Oh, good. Okay. Atron's going to walk around the farmstead, make sure nothing's hiding. Oh, I'll come with you. We. That's what Steel Scale is doing. She's walking on two legs and then holding, like, a whole sheep and then eating it as she walks around. I feel like you have a cartoon character's big bib with, like, a lobster on it before <laughs> you eat. <laughs> yes. Except that instead of the lobster on the bib, it is just sheep. Okay, you look around, there's nothing else here, there's lots of 
That's a dinosaur poop, though. You gonna be cleaning that up for them too? Nope, they can put that in their garden for malt for for some sort of compost. Atron will make sure hey. that Darius uh, heals up before we start moving stuff. That's all on you guys. Darius, you take a minute and you patch yourself up. Fine. Steel Scale, why don't you make yourself useful and drag some of them dinosaur carcasses into some of the barn. At least clean up some of the area. Oh, yeah, okay. She just, like, tosses the sheep, half-eaten sheep carcass aside, which hits a fence and knocks it over. And then she'll grow back to huge size and start, like, dragging all the triceratops, all the triceratops into a, a pile, essentially. Well, at least you're good for something. Yeah, we killed the Zolgaths so they wouldn't kill you. We saved your life. No, no, we're appreciative. We're appreciative. We're just, you know, that front door was an heirloom from my mother, and you destroyed it. Oh, no. Well, it was stuck really bad. It just needs to be repaired. I can fix it up for you. Hold on, let me finish piling corpses, and then I'll use my real skills. That's okay. Yes, I'll be happy to help you, Steel Scale, once um, we are done with those bodies. Yes. Oh, and, okay. And and two of the kids, actually the children, come up to you and say, "Who are you? Who are you? What? Do, what? Do you, where? Where are you? We haven't seen you before." We what? are the Circus of Wayward Wonders, and I'll I'll do some magic real quick to ba 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 pizzazz. We're the circus who's in town, and we're also here to save from the Zolgaths. Circus, huh? In front of you, you see there's like twin boys and a little girl. And the twin boys look at each other, and they seem to have this weird ability to sort of like mimic each other with uncanny accuracy. I mean, you did say twins. They can move, and they it's like they move in sync with each other. Is that right? Oh, that's creepy. That's creepy. It is uh, creepy. Sweet. Otteron loves it. And they say, we, we have this really cool ability. We want to show you. Yes, please do. Oh, okay. Look, watch this. And one of the twins asks you. I'll do it. Okay, watch this. Watch this. And they look at each other. And one of the twins goes off into the room. And then the other twin like tries to prop open prop up the doors so they're like kind of closed and it says here let's let's go over here let's go over here and, and like ask you to like go like far away from the front door i follow yeah Taron follows okay describe a scene give me give me a scene just describe it to me a fisherman catches a big fish okay fisherman capturing a big fish are they on the land, in a boat, on a pier. What are they doing? Oh, on the ocean. On the ocean. Okay, what? Describe the fish. Is it like popping out of the water? Like, is there people with them? Tell me more. Oh, they for sure pop it out of the water. And it's fighting a lot. That old fishing rod can barely take it. Oh, okay. And then you go through and explain it in all this glorious detail. And then, like... As you're going through it, a few minutes later, the other twin walks out of the house carrying a very large sheet of canvas. And their hap is an exact picture of what you just described painted by the other twin. Oh, very impressive. 
Hmm, you have some sort of psychic connection. That is awesome. Quite uh, useful if you are interested in not staying here. They look at each other and then look at their parents. It's like, Mom, Dad, can we join the circus? We promise we'll do all of our chores. We actually cannot hold the circus at the moment. Zolgas attacked and heavily damaged our big top. We actually came here to speak to you about getting it repaired, get it made anew, even. Oh. The, the parents look at each other and say, No, that's, that's not a problem. We have a huge amount of supplies of canvas. And yeah, with a few days' work, if we take that old one, we should be able to patch it up no problem. Give us a few days, and then maybe the twins can go check out the circus. I can see what it's all about, and if we like what we see, we'll uh, we'll let them join you, at least for a little while. At least while you're in town, I imagine that won't be a problem. How's that sound? They are delightful. That would be wonderful. Thank you. So I guess the, the, the parents, as you can actually see behind in their barn, there's actually a huge workshop here, and there's like tables with canvas and sewing materials and this obviously is a pretty big operation and there's tons and tons of supplies and cloth and more than enough to easily fix your your tent so they they will arrange it go to town and take care of it after they butcher all the animals before they go bad they yeah have lots of salting and and refrigeration to do Brontosaurus burgers for everyone. How does that work in the land of Galarian? Like, it's like in the old days, you know, you'd have to, like, salt everything, like, bury it in the ground, keep it cold. Like, they literally just have, they must have ice boxes here, or at least, like, like permanent cold boxes or something they can buy. You'd think that'd be, like, a booming business. It's probably expensive to make things permanent like that, so big cities might have things well, like that. Yeah, I've seen casks. For salting, where they'll like cask meat in, in its salted state. True. I'm just wondering, like, do they sell like the box of cold? That's right. It's always cold all the time. They literally just take like a box and put like permanent cold coat of cold on it or something. Probably, but think, yeah, but it's probably like a, a luxury item, you know. So if you're well to do, you know. Yeah, there's a huge difference between having an enchanted. Like cold storage, although if someone, if only one person can produce ice magically and get it delivered out, then you only need the one, which seems more feasible. This, they're not that far from the city. I will throw out that there is, <laughs> there is a recently released Vanessa Hoskins adventure path that, that has a, a permanently Ooh. cold storage room. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Mm, so canonically, that... in Galarian, there is, <laughs> there is. Is that in the world of Alkenstar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in the Alkenstar adventure. Would you say that there are outlaws stealing said devices? Uh, kind of. You can dismantle it and take like the core magical bit of it and do stuff with it. But otherwise, Spoilers. it's this whole room. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> if you play it and you run into the cold storage room, you can dismantle the device for extra cash and magical goodness. Yay! I was somewhere that someone mentioned wanting to play that specifically to me. Completely unrelated gaming. I'll have it might have been while I was in 
Chicago. I'll have to remember. Hmm. I'll think about it. Anyway. I I feel like farms and Galarian farm hands sometimes come with ray of frost. Or like just a tiny yeah. bit of cantrip magic. So you can ray of frost the cold storage and keep it cold. Anyhow, back to the adventure. They will chop up them bits, have burgers for the next god. If you think about these things, they're 15 feet by 15 feet. Like a moose? Which is, these are way bigger than a moose. A moose can last months. There's so much meat on a moose. I I can't imagine this is easily would feed them for a year plus. Like, no problem. Nice. Yeah, but the town is having food shortages. What will it do for the town? Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, I think they'll, like, they'll share it. They'll share the wealth. So... I mean, they have enough for, like, one of these is good for them forever, and then three more, you guys. Oh, you might be able to kill two birds with one stone. Kill dinosaurs, feed the town. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I could save a trip. (laughs) See, we've got it all wrong. We thought we were protecting them from the Zolgaths. The Zolgaths are a blessing. They bring all this meat to the town that we can help them slaughter. Yeah, Atarong can teach everyone how to put the Zolgath bodies in trees and use them to harvest food, just like the druids in Nadal. Well, you don't want to eat the Zolgaths. That's nasty. No, no, you eat, what grow- you eat what grows in them. What? What? Yeah. Fungus. I, don't, I do not even know what you're talking about. The the druids in Nadal, they, they use corpses and they hang them in the trees and then they harvest like mushrooms and such that grow inside the corpses. I forget what they're called. It's in one of the Needleese books. It's delicious lore. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know what they're, I know what they're called. I know what they're called. They're called <laughs> I was about to say that. They're called Yeah, that yeah. is nasty. It's like the corpse garden or something they call I it. actually yeah, I've heard of that. Well, you go do that, Acheron. They're just going to make some Brontosaurus burgers. Oh, no. Well, I think if I was trying to use that feed I have where I can terrify people, that's when I would tell them about it. But I'm not going to try to use that feed right now. Why would you do that? Why would you terrify these people that <laughs> oh, are going to yeah. remake your tent? Disturbing? Uh, no, I wouldn't. That's. I have... Atron's never used it, but I have disturbing knowledge when I can try. I can tell someone a story and like utterly terrify them. <laughs> that's that's where I will save that story for when I need to terrify somebody. Really? All right. Well, they're dead. You have two twins that are creepy. The Densert twins mm. who seem to telepathically talk to each other and know everything about each of the each without any means of communication other than thought. Yeah. Atron will spend a little time talking with them, see if they can devise if they have any sort of latent magical ability besides that that should be, you know, fostered and encouraged, etc. No, it's just creepy. Cool. Hey, Atron's down with creepy. It's the fifth spell list. You have arcane, divine, primal, occult, and creepy. I love it. Sorry, kids. Not until the Dark Archive comes out. Then you can have spellcasting. Atron will also help uh, Steel Scale fix the door. Yeah, once she's yeah. done moving all the corpses together, she is going to use 
essentially her crafting skill to start figuring out how to not only put the door back, but maybe make it even better. And Atron just makes sure it actually works and won't break. Let's see, crafting. Oh, it's actually yeah, a master crafter. Well, look at that. Steel scale makes it better. Yay. You did something right for a change. Is Steel Scale a master crafter? I won't let it get to my head. Yeah, she's master crafter. You're the you're oh. the one who's the who's the bumbling fool all the time. What? Okay, not bumbling Oof. fool. More like Ow. Well, I don't know. What do you what would you call yourself? Two left feet? Recklessly enthusiastic. There Ooh. we go. Recklessly nice. nice. enthusiastic. There we go. Good enough. And Acheron is happy to help. All right. Well, you have done that. And I think your work here is done. Time to go back to town. Back to town. Wasn't this our only lead? Yes. Well, Well, this. No, wasn't your lead? This is how you need to fix up your tent. Yeah. We're not. We know where the problem is. It's more like uh, we can't really approach that problem at the moment. Yeah, I was going to say, like, we have to side quest first. Well, it's not that. It's that the A, you don't know where the tower is exactly. I mean, right. We couldn't find it. Realistically, if you look at that map, and I was thinking about this, it is several hundred square miles of dense forest. There's Zolgaths and a tower in there somewhere, and you don't know where. Nope. <laughs> and even they're not exactly sure, because no one's been there in, like, ten plus years. So even they're not like, oh, yeah, you just go to this part. There's no GPS. So it's going to require a fair amount of time to uh, scout and find it. I mean, it might take you days or weeks, even, to find it. So, And even flying overhead probably won't be help, because there's no more light. And if, as you know, it's, there's no Aeon Stone, so this thing's probably been heavily overgrown. So, Ugh, What a yeah. mess. Yeah, it's going to be tough to find. Let's retire and go to Absalom. <laughs> okay, adventure <laughs> we're all, over. We're I super wealthy. Start <laughs> Jewel of the Indigo Isle, no problem. Here we, we go. Could. We could. That's the end of the podcast, everyone. Woo! Wow. Hope you enjoyed right. it. See what happens? I get a cool dragon PC, and then Steven's like, <laughs> and we're done. Do we have... I didn't say we're done. You said we're done. Do we have <laughs> any way of leaving them any way to notify us? Do oh, we... they're going to come to town in, in like another day or two. They're okay. coming right back. Yeah, right. yeah they're, they'll be back. So, yeah, Atron would say to the two parents, if we do not see or hear from you tomorrow, then I we will come check in, okay? Okay, that's fair. Yes. That's fair. You are not far, but Zolgas roaming with dinosaurs. I, hopefully this will teach them a lesson to bother you again. I am sorry for your barn. Yeah. Well, it's a good opportunity to rebuild it anyhow. It was kind of falling apart. and Blessing in disguise, perhaps. It's not that hard to build a barn. No one, no one was killed. Everyone was safe. And most importantly, our workshop. That had all of our inks and paints and supplies and canvases and threads and needles and looms so that's what we really needed so and that's all safe oh well i know a thing or two about workshops can i help you rebuild it i can knock down some trees and bring some lumber and sure yeah sure you can yep yep you can rebuild that barn all you want 
I mean, not by myself. I could do it by myself, but I'll definitely help. Okay, well, then start going. Uh, okay. And then Steel Scale scampers off to the closest, like, tree line, and moments later you hear trees crashing down. <laughs> Atron, like, jumps a little every time. Poor Steel Scale gets no respect. <laughs> you know what? No, that's helpful. That's, yeah. you, know, you know how hard it is to knock down a tree? <laughs> like, good. Good use of dragon strength. Knock down them trees. Bring them over. <laughs> Drag them back. Seriously, that's actually very, very helpful. They have improved their disposition on steel scale. Like, woo, oh. look at that. Destruction equals productivity. Look at that. That's right. Very impressive. Hmm. Yay. Maybe, maybe now I will check back on the priestess and see if she is... As busy. So we're heading back to town? Yes. You're back uh, in town. Sounds good. 30 minutes later, Steel Scale gave a whole bunch of trees. All the bodies are stacked up. It's actually not so bad. You left the place in better shape than you uh, left it or came to it. One of those two. I am going to go back to the Temple of Erastel. I want to make sure that I can help since we are back. And otherwise, I will... With what? The people that were hurt and needed tending, healing, and... Uh, oh, right, 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 yeah. right. Atron will add, and then once Priestess Frint has a moment, I will talk to them about the odd nightmares that we are having. And so, oh yeah, it's like right on the center square. So as we head into town, it heads to the center, then Atron takes the very small walk into the temple. So Okay, well, you can help out uh, with the healing. Yep. And spend the rest of the day with that. The nightmares. Yeah, I would wait till she's free or taking a moment and is okay to talk. Yeah, she doesn't. She she she's heard of occasional nightmares like this, but nothing major. I mean, like it could be sometimes people that are new to town sometimes have weird dreams. She's heard of that in the past, but not too often. I mean, it's not like mm. something that happens a lot. I was worried at first it was something related to, unfortunately, my mother, but maybe it is... Well, I was worried, considering the nature of them, it was something foretelling a calamity of some sort here, but maybe it is some nexus of power because of the corruption of the Aeon Tower or something. Well, could be anything. She she she's she's not that concerned about it. Again, she's heard of this sometimes when visitors come to town, but again, not not common. And more importantly, she's got so many other things to worry about. It's yeah. It's like, are you are you hurt? Do the dreams hurt you in any way? No, they have just been very vivid. Well, I would suggest you keep a little journal next to your bed and. Take some notes and keep a little dream journal. And as they occur, maybe jot them down and we can compare notes and see if there's any signs or portents that mean something. Very well. I appreciate this guidance. Thank you. Yes. She's she's actually being serious. It sounds silly, but, you know, it's hard to decipher no. dreams. Dream journals are important. You wake yep. up, you got to jot it down before you forget. Mm-hmm. So watch around helps there for the rest of the day. Sure. And I presume, do any of you go tell the mayor of what happened, or anyone? Or do you just go back to the circus and try to clean up the mess? Do we know how to find the mayor? 
Oh, yeah, you can find the mayor. She's pretty easy to find. You sort of wander around town. It's not a huge town, I mean. And she's always, like, sort of bopping around. Like, you can just ask someone, usually. And at night, they're almost always at the inn where you've been staying. So, like, that's sort of, like, the gathering place for everyone. So, you can find her easy enough. Mayor Vandy. Can't get rid of them. The Vandys are everywhere. Well, we can go find the mayor, then. Okay. You go look around... Takes you like half an hour. You find the mayor. She's like, oh, did did you get your, your tent fixed up? Is that all worked out? Well, it's in the process of being fixed. But more importantly, you should know that there were Zolgaths ass- assaulting the farm. They're all dead now. Huh. Zolgaths, you say. And here's some dinosaur meat that we dragged in. <laughs> Ooh, dinosaur meat? Ooh, delicacy. We will... Wow, that's a lot of meat. This is excellent. Excellent, huh? Uh, maybe you can find more of these Zolgaths and more dinosaurs. I, I, There's plenty where this came from. I think this is a great... This is great. Oh, this is this is excellent. I, I heard there was some dinosaurs tromping around nearby, but... Oh, yeah, if you find any, please kill them and bring them their, bring us their meat. This can feed... This can feed us for a week. Will do. Good job. Good job. No, was anyone hurt? Anyone killed? I mean, well, besides the Zolgaths and dinosaurs, that is. Doesn't look like it. That's good. The family was okay? Yes. All right. Good job. Good job. Look at this. You, you show. You put on a show. And, you know, some people got hurt and died. But then you go and kill Zolgaths and feed the town. You know, tough life out here, but doing a good job. Anything else for the rest of the day? Gosh, we are running out of leads. Well, I wouldn't worry about it. Let's see, you got a town to feed, you got a tent to fix, you got a circus to fix. That's going to take you at least a week or two. Yeah, I think at this point that Atron would want to ask the mayor about any other, like, prominent areas outside of town that the Zolgas might attack. Well, now that you ask, why don't you come to my office and I'll tell you something that might be, uh... Oh, worth great. your while. All right, yeah. Otteron would tell the others for anyone who wants to attend. Well, we're obviously all going. To- yeah, we're all going. Mm-hmm. Okay, you all go. Yeah, we definitely want to go. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you so much for coming to Willowside. Your circus is brightening things up in a way that nothing has for a long time, even with the dinosaur attacks. People still had a good time overall. I mean, to be honest, after it was all said and done, we were able to heal nearly everyone, and the deaths were a minimum, so it was, uh, well, if you're gonna go, going, uh, in the way of a circus, not such a bad way to go, especially since the wealth's taken over, but even so, you brighten our spirits with your shows, and you've protected our town with your skill at killing those giant fly traps, and killing those dinosaurs, and flying zolgaths, and those foes at the Dendrit farm, I tell you, You've been doing a great job. Thank you. We're happy to help. Now, I, uh, I, I hate to ask this of you, but I, I, I must, for the town's sake. You know, I, I know the dinosaurs have killed some people and other folks have simply left town, but there's perhaps something else going out uh, in the swamp. You see, a few hours east of town is this gambling hall and entertainment venue called Fortune's Hall. The owner's... The Carristers have been 
big supporters of the town, despite being so, so far outside of it. You know, for the past few weeks, no one's heard from anyone there. Not the Carristers, not their staff, not any of the regulars who were out that way. A few people went to check, but they didn't come back. And that was about when the reports of dinosaur attacks started, so I'm assuming the dinosaurs got them. And the folks at Fortune's Hall, for that matter. But a few days ago, one of the horses from Fortune Hall showed up here in town. And the poor thing, it almost starved to death and it had an unusual bite on its leg. Strangest of all, someone had ridden the fun never stops on the side of the horse in purple paint? Well, anyhow, uh... Gartstick Vic got the horse all cleaned up and fed, but it's too scared to head back home. Something something strange is going on at Fortune's Hall, and it doesn't seem related to dinosaurs or the welt. And I'll tell you, I, I don't know if uh, Willowside can withstand yet another threat. We have so much going on. I, I can't even phantom what is going on over there at the hall, so would you mind investigating it for us? I know it's dangerous, and... And you're better able to look into this than anyone else, but perhaps the Banyan boys. Yes, I wanted to know what other areas outside of town the Zogas might target. This obviously seems like one, so I, I, Ataran looks at the others, but I don't think anyone would disagree that we should go check it out tomorrow morning. We should. Oh yes, tomorrow morning would be fine, because it's, it's quite far away and it's too late to leave now, so... Mm. I would, I would suggest you leave first thing in the morning. Probably best. The, as much as we have had now our disagreements, let the Banyan siblings stay here at town and protect the area that they know. We will venture out. Yeah, I mean, they might be able to handle it, but quite frankly, it's pretty far out, and they've been protecting the town and really just helping distribute the food that you've gotten. And be honest, they're really a big moral support for the town, even if they don't do much other than you know stay here but a lot of people look up to them i know they can be blowhards and pain in the butt but they do provide a moral support for everyone yes a symbol is strong and if it provides hope that i mean that is how priests draw their power through a symbol of their deity so actual people doing things for that town would actually be a symbol that is meaningful too so it makes sense to me Thank you, Mayor. Is there any other place that we should know about? Right now, I would say not really. And most people nearby have come in. As I said, the that's probably the biggest community outside of town is the hall. I mean, it's pretty popular, the Fortune's Hall. You know, a lot of people visit it. It's a fine, fine establishment. It's It's got entertainment, gambling, even has theater in it pretty strange location kind of in the middle of a swamp but it's kind of uh to get around the illegalities of what they do over there all good fun all good fun nothing illegal Just yes gambling I mean, a little bit of side hustles here and there but you know it's all it's all done on the up and up hmm. when did this horse return maybe i can check this bite wound or a scar Oh, definitely, sure, of course. Uh, a few days ago, the horse just wandered in, and it was it was it was like in really really bad shape. Where would I find the horse? Oh, uh, hard just, stick, Vic. Just go to yeah, just go to Rick. 
He'll he'll show you the horse, and you'll have no problem investigating it. Okay, thank you. Sure, sure. And she gives you directions, and uh, Fortune's Hall okay. is two hours east of Willowside. Very straightforward. There's actually a wagon trail that's a rutted, wide-rutted road. Wide, wide-rutted road See, that between Fortune Hall and Willowside that is... Pretty well traveled, so nice. it's actually easy to get to. But good two hours outside of town. So Atron will go to where the horse is being stabled and kept to see if they can figure out anything from the wound or the horse. Sure, sure. Hap, can you speak with animals? Well, I can try. I don't know if this horse wants to talk. I just, I think, you know, even if I can maybe get something from the wound or scar, if you can actually... One, calm the horse, it would be good, but if the horse actually can give you anything meaningful, it could help us. So I do actually have the class feature Wild Empathy, but it's kind of specifically vague how it works. It says, I can communicate with them on a rudimentary level. Oh, uh, I thought you had the spell and it talked, because Riley's done that before. Oh, I got rid of that once I took Wild Empathy. Uh, alright. Well, hey. That's why we ask. Uh, you can see what you can do. I mean, if you had speak with animals, then you could have talked with the animals. Steven's like, got a jar of peanut butter, and he's like, oh, good. I don't have to spread that on my gums. <laughs> Not at all. I had a whole speech worked out for exactly <laughs> what the horse was going to say. Well, I mean, I do have wild empathy. So, I mean, that is the thing that you use to communicate with animals. I literally have it written out here. The horse will do this, that, and this. You can communicate and have a whole conversation with the horse. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right, let's buy a scroll of Speak with Animals so we can get the conversation. Too too late. Well, or you could do that. We have wild empathy. It's It's not the same. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not the same. I don't, yeah, I don't think Wild Empathy is as good as Speak with Animals. Yeah, no way. It's not the same. That's uh. like, well, you have Wild Empathy with your dog. Let's see, does your dog communicate back with you in full sentences? He used to. He used to. I don't know, maybe? I'm talking, maybe in your mind. Let me tell you, no, it does not, okay? Wild Empathy is what we have here on planet Earth. Speak with animals, no one has that yet. Don't have magic, don't have the ability. As my brother did, my, my brother will say, druids sometimes have wilderness whatever, and you never know what they're going to do with it. <laughs> Lauren just feels bad now she can't like, talk with the horse. It's okay, Lauren. That's why I took wild empathy. Yeah, it's it's the lesser version. Oh, we'll go through it, don't worry. It, it will, it'll, it'll tell you what it knows. It'll tell you its current his its current empathic feelings. That's right. It'll be like humiliation of being drawn on. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, gonna be go. like you're talking to a peanuts character. <laughs> Anyhow. Oh, that still sounds worth it. Let's go talk to it. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Well yeah, either way I wanna look at the wound. So you go over to Garston's place at the edge of town. Sure enough, you find a horse tied to a fence post. And you can tell it's mostly recovered from malnutrition, but it bears a badly healed leg wound that looks like a bite from something. Hmm. Darius, can you help me look this over and then we should fix it? Yeah, down. let's do that. So yeah, I, I want to try to look it over, see if anything from like the 
bite incision, the marks, the size. Are you doing a medicine check or what are you doing? I'm hoping to do a recall knowledge even to a rudimentary degree. I'll do a medicine check as well. Rudimentary degree. Yeah, like, oh, it's definitely... That's what you call fishing. Well, I mean, people identify animals from bites. One... If I'm like, oh yeah, that's the Triceratops again, you know? Yeah. True. Darius. Nah, messed it up. You're like, oh, yeah, that's Zolgath, all right. Zolgath all the way. It could be a Zolgath bite, or I'm not really sure. It's been a while since it's gotten bit. Yeah. Do you want me to roll something? No. Stephen, or you'll do it? Okay. I rolled for you. Just want to make sure. You look at it. You have no idea what did this. However, looks like a bite from something with a wide mouth and many, many tiny, small teeth. That is not what Zolgaths have. Or dinosaurs. Or dinosaurs. You have not seen something with a wide mouth. Now, again, you've also seen lots of, like, mutant Zolgaths. So maybe this is a new mutant Zolgath that you haven't seen before. You're not aware of. Okay. Yeah, so Watchman looks over and says, mm, Wide mouth, many, many myriad small teeth. I, I do not know. This is no Zolgath, and not at least any of the dinosaurs we have run into. That's no moon. Uh, well, there is. Hopefully you can help the horse's wound then. Yeah, I just patch him up. Okay. You can patch him up. Use that one medicine check again? Use it. I'll assurance the horse. It can't be that hard. Ah, you'll assurance the horse, of course, of course. (laughs) Good job, Darius. Okay. Assurance the horse. Make it feel a little better. It seems a little jumpy, a little scared overall. Hap, did you want to see what you can glean from the horse? Uh, well, that depends. On, on what my character knows about her ability to communicate with animals. You have a connection to the creatures of the natural world that allows you to communicate with them on a rudimentary level. You can use diplomacy to make an impression on animals and make very simple requests of them. That is what you can do. Mm. Yeah, so it's more about giving directions, huh? It's more about putting them at ease... And having them follow you or eat from your hand. Yeah, like or... simple stuff. Yes, that's what it can do. It wouldn't... I don't think it would really be, can you tell us what bit you? Correct. Yeah, yeah no. right. It's more like toddler handling. Unless you show it flashcards of different things. And, and, the, and the... Oh, yeah, that might actually work. And the one that gets the most nervous at. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Atron would still ask. The horse just looks at you and licks your face. I'll use wild empathy to make the horse happy. It's okay, buddy. It's okay. Okay. Uh, the horse definitely is happy to have the attention and being healed. And if you give it any food, it would be very happy. Do we have any carrots or apples or things? Sure. I just bought a whole load of it. I'm sure Atron does. Yeah. Let's give it. A, let's give it a carrot. It eats the carrot. There you Very go, happy. buddy. There Very you happy. Go. And there's no more paint on the horse, by the way. That was all washed off. Right. It's given a nice big rub down. It's all clean. Ataron takes out a jar where they have some fermented cabbage. Mm. <laughs> Offer some of that. Yum, yum, yum. Cabbage, cabbage. <laughs> all that cabbage. There you go. Yum, yum, yum. 
Um, Do you have any turnips? We must. Yum, 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 yum. Eats them turnips raw. What is with Galarian and turnips? Like everything in Galarian is all about turnips. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, I see. Um, if it's okay with all of you, before we turn in, I would like you to stay with me as I, I want to consult the spirits here in town before bed. See if they can tell me anything of these nightmares. Are you saying we all sleep at the inn or something? No, just stay with me for a moment while I do the ritual. Then go to your rooms or stay at the circus as you wish. But I will stay at the inn. And much like I did at the Vandy house long ago, trying to see what the spirits would tell me, I wish to do the same now. Okay, what's that? Atron wants to take everyone back to the inn, go to their room, and I want to use the consult the spirits feet. Spend 10 minutes, make a recall knowledge check. The DC is determined by the GM. Of course, it's up to you. And then based upon what I get for success, critical success, however, I get to talk to the spirits in the area and ask them a question. You've learned rites or meditations that enable you to perceive minor invisible spirits within a place. It's how I contacted the spirit in the Vandy house, that, that one. So I haven't haven't used it in a bit. I figured this is the right time that Atron would try to use it. Okay. You spend ten minutes. Everyone holds hands. It sings Kumbaya. You can attempt recall knowledge with your chosen skill. Which is occultism. Yeah, Atron draws a circle. We'll probably light candles both black and white. And numerous runes. Primarily in, probably in Draconic, touch in probably some Sylvan, some Aslanti, and we'll then chant out and reach out. So you want me to roll this? It's recall knowledge. I do it. Okay. Yep. So occultism against whatever your DC is. Secret roll. Secret tunnel? Secret tunnel. That's a different show. Secret tunnel. (laughs) Okay, you consult the spirits. Who dares disturb us? That's you. Oh, they actually answer? Okay, they answer that? I wasn't sure if you were... (laughs) I wasn't sure if you were gimmicking me. It sounded like you were joking. Yeah, it sounded like you are just being silly. What's your question? So, Ataran just breathes out into the air. I am Ataran, and these are my allies... And the fight against those that threaten this town. Mm-hmm. we've heard of you. You may ask us three questions. Oh, snap! What is your name? What is your favorite color? Uh, let's see. Three questions, really? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. No, uh... Let's see, try to link... I'm just reading the rules officially. Is there something specific about this town that creates the nightmares that we have had? Yes. Ever since they've lost that Aeon Stone protecting them, forces of evil have been creeping into this town without their knowledge. They don't even know it. But you do, as you're new to town. <laughs> is 
the thing that causes these nightmares to the new people in town something here in town itself or at the tower it's at the tower the tower is safe it was at least until the tower lost its protection mm. that's scary should the I go venturing to find the tower now? If you wish to find the tower, then yes, you should go now. Mm, thank you, spirits. Oh, don't thank us. We did it because we were compelled to. Acheron <laughs> blows out the candles. I am not sure those spirits were actually happy with me, but I, I guess they didn't tell us anything we didn't already suspect. Thank you all for staying with me. You're welcome. Hey, that was right spooky. Yes, I'm, I am I talk to ghosts and such sometimes. The dead are far nicer than the undead, yes? <laughs> Most of the undead I find I just bash and bite and claw and kick. <gasps> Alright, well I'm going to head back to the circus and get some sleep. We can head out to the gambler's den tomorrow morning. Yes. Oh, that sounds fine. I'll meet you in the town square as usual. Thank you all. Oh, no problem. Everyone give me a will save except for Steel Sky. No! Darius oh. is fine. Hap and Atron. Why do you always roll so poorly? Who who wants the first? I'll take the first one. Yes. You'll take the first one? Yeah. Eight on the die. Not great. Your will save is so much better than mine. Yeah, why is your will save so much less when we rolled the same on the die? I have a plus 18. Yeah, I get that, but like we're both experts. Like, is your is your wisdom real low? I have a 12. Huh, okay. It's not low. That's low. 12. That's low. <laughs> 12 that is, is low. low. <laughs> we hate to break it to you. That's low. My wisdom's an 18. Yeah, that's it. My wisdom's 18. Yeah. There you uh, go. Don't ask me what my wisdom is. Eight. <laughs> I don't know. Anyhow. It's higher than average. Sure, you're better than your average, you know, crab. Yeah, barely. Where are you guys putting your boost, then? Like, I have high charisma and int and dex. Some con. My wisdom's also 12. Like, my lowest stat is 12, and it's tied three ways. But my strength and con are 18, and my intelligence is 20. My strength and intelligence are 10. I'm not strong, and I'm not book smart. My intelligence is just 10. Everything else is... I have a high con, high strength, high wisdom. I put my brains into my muscles. That's what it is. I have a 16 dex, a 14 con, a 20 int, and a 18, 19 charisma. That's why. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hap, you wake up. Oh, well, that wasn't room. too bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. And then as you get out of bed and put your feet on the ground, you... you feel splashing what it shouldn't be wet in here no it should not be wet in here and you're looking around and you're like why is it wet in here and then the water is rising oh no and rising and you're trying to get up but your feet are stuck feels like they're pulled down in seaweed and muck which also shouldn't be in your tent and you're like oh help me help me and you're like crying out and your dog isn't anywhere. Riley is nowhere to be found. And the room is quickly filling with water. You're, you're splashing around. It's up to your chest. You're, you're trying to pull your legs out. It's up to your neck. And you're like, help, help. 
help! And it's like going up over your head and you're drowning. You're drowning and you're looking around and your entire room is filled with water and all your stuff is floating and you're thinking, oh great, it's all ruined now. And, and you, you're about to suffocate and die! And then you wake up. Ah, these damn nightmares. Atron. Atron's is much easier. Atron is just sitting around a campfire, having a meal with everyone, being relaxed, and you're having fish for dinner. One of your favorites. Ooh. And you, you go and get the fish, and it's a whole fish. And you go to poke the fish. Suddenly the fish looks at you and opens up its mouth and starts biting you viciously in the face. You're like, ah, ah! And you're like grabbing it, but it's all slippery and stuff, and it's just biting you and biting you and ripping off pieces of your face, and you're like, help! Help! I'm being eaten by my dinner! And the thing is just like ripping you and biting you and starts gulping down your head and you feel like you're going into it, even though that's impossible. The fish is tiny, but somehow you're squeezing into it and you're suffocating as the fish is devouring you and you wake up. Ataron like heaves a few breaths. Huh? Well, I have tried to be a vegan, but apparently that is not working. What? And Ataron will pick up their book and put notes about their dream, just like they promised they would. Notes? Fish? Meal? Ate? Me? Chips? Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> Stick with fried potatoes. Got it. Then I get ready. Darius was totally fine. Nice, peaceful dream. I was just dreaming about eating fish. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Except in your dream, you ate the fish. Fish did not eat you. I ate the fish. Just let me know when I become an evil monster. Oh, soon enough. It already happened. Shh. Okay. So you wake up. Everyone's ready. Go. Are you going to do anything? Or hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to Fortune's Hall we go. Let me just check my spells. Yes, off to the hall we go. Yeah, I I don't think I have anything specific to cast. kind of surprised no one did any rumors. I had a whole page of information on the hall, but let's just go to it blind. Let's see what we find out. Woohoo! Can you believe what? that the Snow White movie... Is from 1937. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Atron will gesture towards the heavens. Halishamet. Cast false life. Woohoo. Steel Scale looks up at the sky. Darius punches his hand and a little bit of thunder peals. Let's go. Pilot energy flows down from the heavens and into Atron's mouth. Yum, 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 yum. So, you head on. Should we ask around about this place before we leave? <laughs> a couple of hours, though. Yeah, all right. We can just go in blind. That sounds like the Steel Scale way. Well, Steel Scale would know a little bit about this place, because you're local. Ooh. Yeah, what does she know? Give me a number from one to six. Oh, three. It's a magic number. You, you heard. You know what? I'll give it to you. Let you do the voice. Here we go. Cool. Give me a second. As I sit here waiting for the private message to come in. Just easier this way. Oh, I know all about that Fortune's Hall. The two people who run it, there's Cisna and Palbin. Anyway, they've been running it for years. But they've been acting kind of, I don't know, desperate in the last several months. Like, I don't know, lots of 
promotions and sales that are on like hastily written flyers and I, I don't know they, they seem like they're really trying to to get people over there especially the last few months but this wealth is just ruining all everyone's livelihoods and so like people don't have as much money to go out there and spend on them but i don't know they were telling me last time i talked to them that they're worried about the town's future because they think that if the town goes down then they just lose their business automatically and they never thought the whole town would just fall into such a depression like this so i don't know that's all i really know about them mm. I had not thought to ask around town about much, considering the person that went to find them did not return, but maybe it's worth seeing if anyone else has visited in recent times that might know more. They might be in danger. We shouldn't spare any more time. I don't disagree, Hap, but maybe I'm not as optimistic as you are. Darius, what do you think? I believe we should just go and see. Very well. And make a determination then. If we second guess, we'll go in in a different attitude than we should. I, I would not... They, the whole town is under duress. Who knows how they are reacting. Yeah, I would not trust anything we see. I have increasingly bad feelings about this town. And ju just because I dreamt of a fish dinner eating my face off last night. Oh. Hmm. Oh, you should just eat it back. That's what I do. No, thank you. I dreamt I was a fish eating eating meat. Oh, no. That was a great dream, though. I loved it. Uh, yeah, mine was painful, but very well. These, Is there anything we can do at night to protect from these visions that we sometimes have? I, I, I don't know. A ritual that I don't, I don't know enough about magics to do that. I will think on it, maybe. Chilagosh has an idea. And we head east. You head east. As I said, it's very straightforward. There's a wagon trail on a wide, rutted road to the east. Rut row. Woo. Rut row. As you head over, you do find dinosaur tracks along your journey, as you did on the way back from the pier. And the dinosaur tracks are sort of like crisscrossing here and there, but you don't see any or hear any, or smell any Zolgas, or hear anything out of the ordinary. And it's pretty quiet because of uh, what's going on with everything dead. So, although you see tracks, you, you don't see any dinosaurs or Zolgas. So, anyhow, you continue along your way. And sure enough, off the main road, there's signs. You can see Fortune's Hall, 30 minutes. Fortune's Hall. 15 minutes. Fortune's Hall. Five minutes. It's like constant billboards advertising Fortune's Hall. Won't be able to miss it. Then you see the sign that points to Fortune's Hall. And there's a small road. Leads to the north. And let's put you on the map. Before we go in, I will use my eye to see what we can scout inside or around. Ah, yes. Boo! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> as as always, I'll cast my long strider spell. You gotta tell me before you're gonna do that, because then it messes up my whole like. What? Just tell me beforehand, just so I, I could like. They're gonna do that like every time. Well, that how that's... far before? Yeah, I'm sorry. Before you go to the before. area. Before. Well, oh. Before you go. Before, because I'm putting you on the map, and I gotta redo everything, and I gotta like reset like things. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, in general, I will I will always try to use it as we approach a new area. 
if I know ahead of time we're going there anyway. Like we, it's a good example. If we had had to rush, because if I know we're going somewhere new, I prepare a prying eye. But if I don't know, then I don't usually prepare one. Yeah. Okay. That's the first I've known of that. Fine. Cast it. Okay. So as we get to that signpost, Acheron pulls a small marble from their pocket and kisses it and then touches it to their third eye spot on their forehead and it starts to go ephemeral ethereal invisible as they chant and it goes floating off after a minute and i will again it's invisible it can see in the dark now that i can because of the blessing of the aeon stone and it will go floating out following the trail and i will check the around the outside environs then i might even poke around inside depending if there's any open spots to go into Okay, you see Fortune's Hall. It stands on a low hill surrounded by a lush greenery of a swampy valley. In front of the building, you see a large scenic pond that is surrounded by stone benches and decorative wooden arch covered with roses and creeping vines. Water lilies cover the serene surface of the pond. And Atoran will speak aloud what they're seeing as the eye floats around. All right, well, you can move your character and you tell me where you just use yourself as the eye. Okay, so Acheron first would check around to the west. Looks like there's a building here. A large stable stands 15 feet tall near Fortune's Hall. Just outside the stable is a famous wagon painted with Fortune's Hall distinctive red and violet colors. Ah, and we know Violet Paint was on the horse. Weeds growing around the wagon wheels indicate it hasn't been used in several weeks. All right. Inside the stable, you hear the... Can you hear things or just see them? I think it's just sight. I can uh, only see. Well, I'll you verify. can see inside of the... I'm looking though. It's just sight. You can see that there's three starving, terrified horses that Aww. seem to be very distressed. Okay. Since we've already gone that way, I think Ataran... Atron will send the eye north around the coach that's parked right out there, the wagon that's painted. You see to the north, there is a garden surrounded by a wrought iron fence covered with creeping vines. Blooming buttercups grow in pots ringing the terrace. The center of the terrace contains several broken theater chairs piled into a heap. Huh. All right. Atron won't go, won't have the eye go over the fence yet. We'll have it go around first and head north. All right, you head to the north and you just see five cabins that are arranged behind the hall, each with a single door and a small window. A few willow trees between the cabins provide some shade. Mm -hmm. So these like 15 by 15 foot cabins. All right, and on the back it looks like there's stairs. Yes, there's stairs that there's a weathered wooden staircase that leads upstairs to a door and it looks like there's a upper floor oh, so you can get to the second floor from the back all right atron will keep the eye going east of it just to check into the woods near the edge and then come back it's nothing there and it seems like the woods there's another building to the east or is it just more woods 
Nope, that's more woods. There's nothing to the east. Atron slowly brings the eye back down. We'll check out these, like, it looks like stone couches on the map. Yep. It's literally stone couches and a small wall so you can sit and enjoy the pond. That would normally be very nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. All right. Atron will send the eye back to that ivy-wrapped fence and send the eye in to take a closer look around, see if anything special about the chairs or anything else. Yes. And the back, near potted plants, you see two children hiding from each other and playing with a small leather ball between the two of them. Well, that's a nice sign. Oh, yeah. Atron describes that as either likely illusioned children or maybe some sort of shape-shifting creature. That is something we will want to watch for carefully. That sounds ominous. Everything's gonna kill you. There's just two kids playing with a small leather ball. That's it. That's what you say. Nope. Mm -hmm. I I, I get why you don't trust it. I don't buy that. Oh, come on. Kids love to play with balls. I used to play with them and hit them with my tail and knock them around, but then I kept deflating too many balls and I, I don't do that anymore. They did not let you play their games anymore? No. Hmm. Well, maybe one day you will lead them in a terrible storm. Stupid reindeer club. Arn <laughs> will bring the eye back to the front. The doors are closed, correct? Yes. Large mahogany double doors that open into Fortune's Hall are decorated with elaborate carvings of fey creatures, such as satires, sprites, <laughs> and what? dryads. Ooh. Fey creatures. That <laughs> Okay, I wonder what's going on here. Yeah. The front doors are designed to impress. Atron sends the eye formally into the stables just to make sure there's nothing hiding in there with the horses. You go into the stables, you see three horses that are in really bad shape. Mm. What about behind the cabin? Or the... Oh, I can't think. Behind the, the stalls? Well, you're outside now, so... Yeah, yeah, outside behind there. Anything no, there? nothing. Nope. Uh, okay. Atron will say, I I can't get in the building. There, there wasn't any, like, open windows or anything. I, There's I no way in. Yeah. It's a casino. So I, I I don't think my eye can find anything else out for us. Did you have something you wanted me to look at more closely before I bring the eye back? If you searched enough, that's enough. What about the children? Should we should we go like try and figure out the rules of their game or Still Scout, they are likely enemies. We are going to have to be very careful when we approach them. <gasps> I am not gonna fight children. They they are Considering there's fae on the door, maybe they are fae that are playing a prank. Maybe they are illusions of some, I don't know, tricky... (sighs) Unfortunately, we started much of our adventure with demons. Maybe they are demonic. I don't know, but considering what has happened there, I do not think we can immediately trust them just because they look like children. Okay, but... Please understand that they might also just be children playing with a ball. At a gambling hall? Sure. I mean, what else do parents do with their kids if they have to bring them to the gambling hall? Is there any- like, there's stuff for them to do here. Oh, I, all right. Uh, unfortunately, that there's a level of optimism that I will 
not entertain, unfortunately. I, I think it is too likely they are in danger. But we, it's not like we are going to attack them outright. We just have to be very careful as we approach them. Look, look, I'll go talk to them. It's fine. And I'll show you that they're just two normal, adorable children playing with a ball. And I won't hit the ball with my tail. I that promise. sounds like a good idea. Lead the way. Sure. Mm. Okay. Be very careful, please. Remember, if you get hurt, you use up what power we have to heal, and we are walking into a dangerous situation. <laughs> I won't get hurt. They're just children. And besides, I'm the invulnerable steel scale. Atron looks to Darius. Watch the children kick her butt. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be funny. Oh, wait. Are, okay, wait. So, wait. Go back to where you want to be, Atron. Yeah. It looks like steel scale's moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You told me to go play with the children. I was going to head over there. Sorry, yeah. Well, that was just my eye. I just need to come back. Okay. Yup, 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 yup. Now go. Okay, here we go. Go to the children. Children. I'm going to go with you because, you know, oh, we yeah. all got to go together. I'll follow behind, yeah, of we'll course. Follow. Yeah. I'm just giant steel scale who barely um, can fit anywhere. If they turn out just to be children, I am in trouble. She'll shrink down to large while moving around here because at least she'll be able to maneuver a little bit. But yeah, she'll she'll walk up to the like the was that a fenced in area, right? Yeah. Yep. It's literally a fence. You so again you yeah, you see a garden terrace surrounded by a wrought iron fence covered with creeping vines. There's yep. buttercups growing in pots, rigging the terrace, and there's in the middle like broken theater seats and stuff that are like piled up in a heap. And you see two children playing with a ball. And they're, like, by the pots. Hi, kids. I'm a big dragon. Oh, dear God. What game are you playing? Can I play with you? <laughs> I'm a big dragon. Sure. They look at you like, yes, we're just playing with a little ball. And they're just, like, tossing it back and forth. And they kind of, like, try to hide behind the plants a little. Like, hee hee. Steven, what is wrong with their faces? I don't know. They're weird looking kids. They're just kids. I'm looking at the tokens and I'm like, oh, my God. That's what kids look like. Kids are weird. That's what kids look like. Kids are weird. I don't have a lot of kid tokens, okay? Kid tokens are... Uh, yeah. Those are slim pickings when it comes to finding tokens to represent children. Quick cap, use wild <laughs> empathy. Children are a lot like wild animals. I, I'm literally dead and have... I, like, just had to find something. I see their face and I'm like, we gotta fireball these kids. No, you're not. Wait. That, that, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey nope. kids, do you know what happened to all this furniture? It looks all broken. Like, I don't know. Our parents are in there playing games. We're just out here playing. See, I told you. They're just out here playing. It's fine. In some sort of check about a bullshit check. Can I do a bullshit yeah. check? <laughs> sure, you can do a BS check. Is it a sec Is it a secret or do I roll it? Of course it's secret. No, of course it's uh, secret. Everything's secret. <laughs> you think it's true. In fact, you actually, throughout this area, there's music playing. Oh, okay. In fact, there is actually outside. It's being piped, like, all around. And this is, it's actually very nice. Like, this hall, now that you're by it, there's several outbuildings. There's a broad clearing. With a dense stand of trees in, like, this swampy area. However, it is top-notch. Like, many buildings 
in Absalon would be jealous of this building. It is absolutely splendid, this building, from the outside. And you actually can hear tinny music that echoes just around the whole area from the swamp and, like, everything. Like, now you're close to it, you can just hear there's just music everywhere. So, anyhow, yeah, the kids are playing, and it looks like this area was designed for the kids. And Otteron will call out, Do you know what has been scaring the horses? No! They're just sort of playing with their little ball. You can see the ball's actually, like, leather with gold stitching on it. It's actually pretty cool. Ooh, fancy. High-quality ball. Otteron looks at the others. I am very concerned about what is happening here. Do the kids look, like, malnourished or dehydrated? Dirty or... or... Yeah. You are, let's say... Like, excessively dirty. Like, like not taking care of kids as opposed to playing in the yards. Dirty. You're 150 feet away from the kids. Oh my they God. look fine. Oh. I'm going <laughs> to scale the fence and drop down on the other side and go talk to them. We'll just knock the fence over so we can go, too. No, it's wrought iron. It's fine. Don't knock, <gasps> don't, don't knock the fence over. Also, I'm still too big. How tall is the fence? I don't know. I mean, you could probably climb over it. It's not that tall. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Like, because if it looks too big for Atron to climb over, Atron would say, "Oh, wait." I mean, it's 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 like it's you could easily climb over it. Please just wait so we can c- go together. Uh, <laughs> as soon as Steel Scale, oh no, yeah, there. Steel Scale is going near the door, near the middle of that furniture yeah i gotta walk past it to get to the kids uh-huh you hear a click <laughs> oh give me let's call it a uh reflex save shall we Ooh, i rolled great 23 oh no that's a five on die oh no all right let's do a couple things okay first of all as you hear the click the furniture explodes in your face in all direction. Yep, that sounds about right. And it does... Let's roll this, shall we? Someone really doesn't like theater here. <laughs> this is making me think of Lamotte's Theater in Ravenloft. Okay. The furniture explodes. You try to duck out of the way. Fail horribly. And take... 41 points of damage as you get hit on every part of your body with flying furniture. Wait, what kind of damage? Fire? Slashing. Slashing? You're just filled with tiny little pieces of wood. It's a shrapnel bomb. Ouch. It was a shrapnel bomb. And then the kids laugh at you and then... Hey, that's not funny. That hurt. Ow. I have so many splinters. Oh, no. Roll for combat! Ooh. Should we just Wait, combat? We're fighting them? I did not see this coming. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, suddenly these kids laugh and laugh and laugh, and the kids get pretty evil looking. <laughs> you fell for our trap, you stupid. Stupid dragon! <laughs> Told you so. 
little do they know, the dragon springing their trap was our plan all along. <laughs> well, the dragon did a good job of blowing up yeah. that area. Yay! Thanks. Take the hit. All right, so start there next time. Sounds good to me. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Ooh, and you finally get to fight things that are... Not Zolkath! Not level eight anymore. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tag Team Children. Here. Oh, I see a couple level 15s in here. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, it's going to get exciting. Mm-hmm. Explosive furniture trap. It's a shame I didn't get re- the rest of you, though. That's cool. I liked that. I oh, know. I wish more of you were here. Oh, well. Yeah. Wait, stop. Don't. I mean, that's out of character. That is 100% why I went by myself. Oh, you also get a minus 10 you also get a minus 10 penalty to your Oh, okay. That's interesting. There's just a big piece of timber sticking out of your knee. Oh. All right. Oh, ooh. Ow. That's... Uh, this makes it hard to walk. You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at RollForCombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at Discord.RollForCombat.com. You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, if you run out of range of your party healer, it's your own damn fault and you deserve to die.